In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In Saint Paul's letter to the Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 1, in the second composition or epistle, he exhorts these people from Corinth, working together with him, then we entreat you not to accept the grace of God in vain. For he says, at the acceptable time, I have listened to you and helped you on the day of salvation. Saint Paul here is exhorting the faithful not to accept the grace of God in vain which would happen if they did not cultivate the faith and the grace that are received from our Lord. St. Francis de Sales points out, when we receive the grace of God at the gate of our heart without allowing it to enter, we receive it without actually receiving it. We receive it without fruit, since there is no use in feeling the inspiration if one does not consent unto it. These days are days which we dedicate for our retreat, which is a time of grace. A special occasion of grace, a favorable time for our personal conversion. After placing ourselves in the presence of God, express once more to our Lord Jesus Christ that you want to follow Him, that you desire to dialogue with him, to speak to him, and to listen attentively at his commands. Lord, we realize that in your life, you would sometimes go and isolate yourself from the crowds in order to recollect and pray to your Father God 
to seek in uniting your will with His and to hear Him better. Before you exercised your public ministry, you spent 40 days in the desert praying and fasting. You retreated. And throughout your public ministry, you would also instruct your disciples to go to a deserted place and rest for a while. You commanded them to retreat. As you entered forcefully into the life of St. Paul, you directed him to rise Go into the city where he would be told what to do. For three days, the apostle of the Gentiles neither ate nor drank, preparing himself to receive the spiritual direction of Ananias. You asked him to retreat. Down through the centuries, the Holy Spirit has raised up great saints, founders for the reform and service of the Church. While the methods may vary considerably depending on each charism, the founders of the Franciscans, the Jesuits, and Opus Dei have all one thing in common they all experienced saint francis saint ignatius of loyola saint jose maria escriva a profound spiritual experience while on a retreat whether you call them to listen in the forests surrounding Assisi, the caves of Madresa, or in a residence of St. Vincent de Paul. In a retreat, you have reserved for us abundant grace so that we could talk to you better. And as I begin this activity, I place my heart, my mind, my whole soul into this dialogue. Saints have always sought solitude in order to listen to you. You have called them apart to spend time, precious time, away from the ordinary hustle and bustle of this world so that you could give us clearly our mission in our lives. This ancient practice of retreats, spiritual in nature, has been through the ages, passed on from one generation to generation, 
offered at various lengths and topics by various organizations we would want to include ourselves among those many saints who have been able to see things clearly for their lives in a retreat. We would want, Lord, in disposing ourselves, maybe in the comfort of my home, in an isolated room, perhaps with less concentration, less focus than I would have given had I been in a conference center Nevertheless, with that same love, same care for the details of each activity, because I am convinced that you want to talk to me. I dispose myself now, Lord, to you in this starting prayer, in this introductory meditation, talk to you. I dispose myself to listen attentively whatever you want to tell me in the meditations, in the talks, in the various norms of piety that I will do with the other retreatants. Speak to me, Lord. I'm ready to listen. Every retreat will necessarily be the work of grace and the personal effort of the retreatant. I shall accompany you through these meditations, yet the work of the Spirit will be individualized, will have to be corresponded by you. You will have to make the effort in doing this retreat to also live what you have been trying to do in the past retreats. To take good care of silence. To participate actively in a Eucharistic celebration. If I will not be able to attend physically, I would be substituting it through my personal reading of the Missal or my attendance through the online means of communication to receive also our Lord to be united to Him as much as I could in the next few days, within the retreat or after. To prepare for it, although there is no possibility of doing this sacrament of reconciliation online, I would try to schedule one so that my reconciliation, my union, with you 
becomes real and effective. I would try to grab a spiritual reading book through that through those free times which I would get which I have also in my personal schedule to go to sacred scripture which does so much to the soul and last but not the least to very close to our blessed mother praying through her asking her intercession so that the spirit could tell me things could suggest to me resolutions could inspire in me things I have to improve so that I could be converted the great challenge in every retreat so that grace can really abound will always be silence Lord as much as I can through these days of the retreat may I live silence Cardinal Robert Sarah has written a wonderful book entitled The Power of Silence and he wrote Our world no longer hears God because it is constantly speaking at a devastating speed and volume in order to say nothing. Lord, I am not excluded here. I have so many things to do. I have a lot of distractions. There is so much noise in my life. And although I have planned to do this retreat well, the devil will be active. The distractions will not cease. The other things I have to do in my office, the chores that I will have to accomplish at home, the internet, the constant barrage of my social media, my hunger for information, the constant texts, messages, and Facebook posts, Instagram shared documents, photos. Well, in this first meditation, Lord, if I will be able to listen to you, I want to be resolved. In that devastating speed and volume of constant speaking 
that actually says nothing. I want to be free from them. You who lived 30 years in silence, in the hidden life, you who knew how to withdraw to the desert to listen and to speak with your father, I want to follow you these three days. The world needs those who go off into the desert, Cardinal Sarah wrote, because God, you my Lord, you speak in silence. In sacred scripture, next to the Blessed Virgin, there is a saint who was very close to you. In wonder of wonders, not a word came out from his lips. Yet his sanctity shines, that sanctity through silence. I'm referring to Saint Joseph whose total fidelity to God can be seen in his actions, in executing your plans, in accompanying you and the Blessed Virgin to wherever God wanted him to be, to become the first man to see the Anointed One, the Christ Child, to lead that family safely into exile and ultimately bring them home to Nazareth. To experience your infancy contemplating you, uniting himself with you, listening to you, learning from you, in utmost apparent silence. It is because of that great grace given him by God as a member of the Holy Family and the virtues that he exercised that Saint Joseph holds an understandably high place in the affections of all the followers of Christ. The sacred liturgy praises him in thanksgiving to the Heavenly Father as that just man, that wise and loyal servant whom you placed at the head of your family. He is the model of those humble ones that Christianity raises up to great destinies. St. Paul writes, He is the proof that in order to be a good and genuine father of Christ, there is no need for great things. It is enough to have the common, simple, human virtues, but they need to be true and authentic. Blessed John Henry Newman had a deep devotion to the Holy Patriarch, and he wrote, St. Joseph, with a true and worthy spouse of Mary, supplying in a visible manner the place of Mary's invisible spouse, 
the Holy Ghost. He was the cherub placed to guard the new terrestrial paradise from the intrusion of every foe. He is Holy Joseph because his office of being spouse and protector of Mary specially demanded sanctity. He is Holy Joseph because no other saint but he lived in such and so long intimacy and familiarity with the source of all holiness, Jesus, God incarnate, and Mary, the holiest of creatures. This retreat is a retreat with Saint Joseph. Is a retreat with silence. Is a retreat of the examination of the virtues, of the essential things in our salvation, so that we can really accompany our Lord so that we can really be intimate with Him. Asked now, the Master of the interior life, Dear St. Joseph, I want to do a good retreat. I will try my best to resolve to also schedule my confession my communion I will try to follow the plan the schedule of activities so that I could listen well so that God can speak so that I could see my soul and discover the greatness of my vocation Avoiding distraction, St. Joseph, I would be able to walk and journey with Jesus. This retreat is part of my mission in life. It will define the meaning of my existence because I want to be close to Him. Because He's calling me to live with Him. Because I want to be an authentic disciple and apostle of his you saint joseph as you retreated every time to bethlehem to egypt to nazareth you were so sensitive to the graces to the instructions of god you heard them through your dreams. You saw them clearly. You discerned. And everything was so clear for you. We aspire, our Father and Lord, that things also become clearer for us. Who we are, where we are going, and how do we get there? And we will be able to do that as we make our best effort to do this good retreat.
will be a dialogue of faith, hope, and love. An authentic dialogue. I would want, dear Joseph, to be able to speak to our Lord, to open my heart, to discover all the filth, the dirt, everything that I have to be cleansed, to, to clean, everything that I have to purify. And then also, Lord, my Father in Lord, help me to listen. Not only to talk, which I will do as I personalize things I heard, you know, this means that are available for me, are offered to me in this retreat. But above all, to ask God, what do you want from me? In my innermost soul, in which you dwell in, whisper a word, a resolution, an affection, an inspiration. When this um, retreat of October, rather, September 30 to October 6, 1928, was organized, Saint Jose Maria, who was looking at his notes, his very personal features, or interior, intimate writings, he was able to discover the great mission of God for him. God founded through him Opus Dei. His personal mission. If you and I will be able to journal, to write things down, it is to treat with our pen, with our paper, with our notebook, with our diary. Or we could type everything, take down notes in all these meditations, all these talks. And in the free time, meditate on them. I guarantee that somehow you will have a trace of what Saint Jose Maria experienced. You will see what God has wanted for you. You will feel the love that He has for you. You will be burdened with that mission of what He demands from you. In his conversation that could last for three days, a retreat of this nature, I would try to be attentive to those three. Lord, I want to discover first and foremost how much you love me. A love that I would be very much grateful for. I want to discover that gaze of yours. 
as you created me, as you patterned me to be your son. You want, Lord, that I also be clear with you in that great love as designed for me in this life. A life that doesn't end here in this world. You want me to have a very clear idea of where I am going. And yes, Lord, obviously, to take care of the present. To know what to do. To discern my mission here in this world. The third day of the retreat will also be tackled. Let's finish this time of prayer, the introductory meditation in which we have spoken to our Lord about the purpose of this retreat. We have expressed to Him that we establish and maintain a dialogue through these activities. And we have imposed on ourselves a few things so that we could listen so that we could be united to Him. Dearest Mother, You who will for sure be accompanying us these days, help us to listen. Help us to live silence. Help us to do a good retreat. I thank You, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.